0: All eyes are on the prize as the Bitcoin community watches for our precious to hit $25,000. Elon Musk inquires about moving large transactions to Bitcoin, and the SEC is suing Ripple, calling XRP a security. In just another piece of proof that NFTs are here to stay, one piece of digital art sold for $3.5 million, on nifty gateway. Sadly, it wasn't a blockchain heroes card. We'll take you around the world to Nigeria and Switzerland as the good news of blockchain becomes further embedded all over the planet, and Blockchain Heroes is number one on a list of WAX NFT projects that made a top 10 roundup of 2020. We're going to go ahead and say it now. 2021 is going to be the year of the NFT, and of course, crypto in general. So grab your Pop-Tarts, slip into something comfortable, recline in your lazy boy chair, And join us for our Bad News episode number 472 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. episode number 472 still playing the same intro music that we played from the very first episode and every now and then i think about that because sometimes people will update their music and they'll change to something that's new and then people either love it or they hate it it's kind of like the new coke so i don't know travis should we just stick with what we've got
1: well, I th- I do think that we did try to make a change once upon a time, like about episode seven or eight, and then people just freaked out. That was like really early on; like they were already attached to it really early on. And now, you know, maybe with my newfound wealth, since I sold this three point five million dollar NFT, maybe we'll we'll hire Kanye to do to do the next one. I would,
0: you know, for a while there, we had some fans submitting songs that we would play on the show, but they didn't take over the intro music. So for the wait, for say,
1: well, in the we used to have some fans. Yeah. And now that, it, that now was now just our
0: moms that listened.
1: Oh, wait a second. I just checked. I just checked. I just okay. I was incorrect. I sold an NFT for three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, okay. That is like I guess I don't have that financial windfall I thought. Never mind. Well, never mind.
0: That's close. I guess we'll just keep doing the show. You know, what's a few decimal points?
1: It's really nothing in the grand scheme of things. It's just a dot and a couple, like this couple centimeters.
0: I'll tell you what is something though. Our sponsors for the show, and they make it possible. And the only way to become a sponsor for the show is first you got to talk to us. Second, we got to understand and dig your project. Third, you got to pay us. Right, all of that. But uh, we dig these projects, and the first one is Lattice Exchange, and Here's the deal. Exchange transparency cannot be emphasized enough. You got to know what's going on at your exchange of choice. And that's why decentralized exchanges bring all kinds of benefits. Transparency is just one of them. We've talked about the Lattice Exchange on this show before, and they are designed to deliver transparency and provide features that are setting the standard for industry leading DEX platforms. It's built on the Constellation Hypergraph Network, created from the bottom up to be the industry-leading decks, They're going to provide speed, power, security. The U.S. military now trusts with the Constellation Hypergraph. you guys got to go, go check it out, join their Telegram, and find out more at lattice.exchange, L-A-T-T-I-C-E, lattice.exchange. Join their fast-growing community and get
1: in the know. Yep, yep. And before we... Start the news today. Let's talk about Electronium and any task. This stuff is awesome. So I know Joel and I we got in on the ICO back in I think September 2017. I remember I put about seven, seven or eight ETH at the time into the into the project, and uh, it has really gained widespread adoption, providing a mobile-first payment solution to the world's unbanked. And there's more than four million people worldwide using this platform and what's cool about it is they can top up their phones uh, in 140 countries and they can top up their home electricity with etn tokens in four countries so it's really cool and they've also launched this new freelance marketplace it's called anytask.com i know i've used it now on several tasks uh, including some we use some on some blockchain hero stuff that uh, worked out very well there are thousands of freelancers around the world they are available To do work for you. Thousands of high-quality tasks from just a dollar. I mean, literally, we got this guy to do stuff for a dollar, a card. Pretty awesome. Digital tasks, all kinds of great stuff, over 15,000 people on there. And uh, they get paid using the ETN token. Go check it out, anytask.com, and support the crypto community.
0: And with that, we've got news for you. So here's some transition music. Usually we do bad news episode on Thursdays, but this one's coming out on a Wednesday evening. Of course, it is Thursday if you're in Australia. So, you know, it would still be the same day for you, just a different time of day.
1: Semantics. It's all semantics.
0: Semantics. It is 1223 2020 timestamp here in Denver, Colorado. MST is 128 p.m. CoinGecko.com says our crypto market cap of all. 6,064 coins they are tracking is $652 billion. Bitcoin, 23,576. Ethereum, 610. Tether, $1 even. XRP taking a big plunge, and we'll talk about why in a little bit. 31 cents. Litecoin, $105. Bitcoin Cash, 291. Binance Coin, 32. Chainlink, 1185 Polkadot, 494 And in the top 10, rounding out. The week is Cardano at 14 and a half cents.
1: Yep. Yep. And check this one out. If you look at the top 10 over the last week, here's one called champion and the, uh, the coin token is being <laughs> What is it. that already? I don't know. I don't know what it is. We but... are the champions. my banana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Also, we've mentioned these guys in the past here, Swiss Borg, They're up 102% this week. Zilliqua up 82%. Theta up 52%. Celsius Network is on a roll. It is is a 42% increase this week. And again, so glad I sold that at 11 cents. Synthetics Network is up 43%. Litecoin up 30%. Dogecoin up 26%. And then uh, Bitcoin, big winner, up 21% this week. This has been quite a ride for Bitcoin. What's the all-time high now, like 24,000-something?
0: two. I want to say. You know, it's two. funny. You mentioned Celsius. If I go back a year ago, okay, a year ago, on this day, Celsius was 11 cents. And if you look at this chart, it, like, goes through half of the year around midsummer. It starts to perk up a little bit, up to 40 cents, and then kind of slips back. And then it uh, second week in September, it's like do 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 Is this going to be, is this like, I mean, I know it's not Ethereum. It's not, you know, it's built on Ethereum, um, but you can't build other contracts on it. But are we going to look at Celsius at $100 one day, like we looked at Ethereum when it was, you know, $2? Is is the future of some of these altcoins going to be so astronomical that we're going to look at these prices as cheap?
1: Well, all I know is that Celsius wasn't like, you know, if we look at, the max version of it. Cause the price of it before it had gotten, it had gotten decent, decent prices before it literally gotten up, I don't know, 30 some cents. No, maybe it hasn't. No, that was engine token, but we're looking at this one right here. It's like, all right, it made it all the way up to 15 cents. And then it dropped all the way down to like five cents. And then when it made it back up to 11 cents, I was like, all right, that's pretty good. All right. I got some of my money back. And then boom, here it is now over $3. Great job. Mr. Mashinsky, Alex <laughs> Mashinsky, CEO over there. Actually, not. You know, I don't know why I sold it, because we should have bet on this guy. He was the guy who created voice over IP, mm-hmm. and he's the guy who is uh, doing the banking over IP, essentially. So
0: Shoulda, have- woulda, coulda. The biggest loser for the week is XRP due to the SEC saying that they're going to sue. We'll have more about that story shortly, down 35% for the week, waves down 21%. Filecoin twenty one percent Ocean Protocol OMG Network Stellar all down fifteen to twenty percent. I really there's not too many that have significant downs. You know after the week that we had previously with so many of the highs. Uh, Trev, I think at some point we need to do crypto roulette again, where we spin the wheel of uh, you know there's six thousand sixty four coins now listed on CoinGecko. We put that in a random number generator and just see what number we pull up and go down the rabbit hole.
1: Dude, we could do that just with the top 100 because there's a bunch of them in here that I've never even heard that, of. I mean, that's true. Some new ones that have popped up. I know that Coinbase recently this week opened up the graph. That's a new token that I had never seen before. There are some other ones that they had popped up in there. So maybe we want to go through and talk about some of those, but definitely maybe the top 500 we go through and there's a lot of interesting projects that's going in there, especially if they are active and not, and not dead. So maybe we can go through and kind of do some sorting and and to do that again talking tokens was travis and joe's it's actually been more than a year since we've done that yes. I it actually made me think the last time we did a talking tokens was when we were in not when we were in miami we were at a place we haven't done one in 2020 we did not do a talking tokens Hmm.
0: all right something maybe that could be our new year's resolution in 2021 we will do a
1: talking tokens
0: and we have to find you know the sound bites
1: i got them i got the sound bites um the, uh, the last time we did one was when we were in Orlando for that podcast movement conference. Mm. And we were sitting on the couch together doing a talking tokens.
0: That's a good memory you had there, Sir Lord Travis, right? I recall. Yes, Scottish Laird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, of course, talking. Bitcoin is in the news. And this article from CNBC's Trading Nation says Bitcoin's next stop will take it above 25,000 as it extends record rally. MKM partner analysts say JC Ohadda. Top of the morning to you, J.C. O'Hara. J.C., is that Joe Camo Ojeda? Chief on. Market Technician at MCAM Partners. He called the record rally at the beginning of November. He he predicted it, and he sees a breakout that's only in the early innings. He says there's plenty of room to run. Of course, you know, they're doing technical analysis on this. It's funny because if you look at the Twitters, you have some people saying, oh, Bitcoin's going to hit 8,000 before it hits 25 I'm like, I don't see Bitcoin ever going below five figures again. I just, could there be a big pullback? Sure. Because we've seen it before after a run. But sub 10, I just, I I don't see how that can happen at this point.
1: Well, I mean, here we are. I mean, last time we hit 20,000 or almost 20,000, it went pop, pop. (laughs) Like immediately it was like, woo. But it was a different
0: world, right? That yeah. was all built on hype. That was all built. That on- was
1: all built on hype. That shouldn't have been it. It, it you know, it was trending to be in the five to 7,000 range. And then all of a sudden it had up in 20,000. So it went way out of the spectrum, but here we are now and it's been over 20,000 for, I don't even know how, how many days it's been over 20,000, but it's been over there for a while and we're having fun with it. And, um, you know what? It wasn't even, I didn't, I have not even felt any elation of it being over 20,000 for the most part, just because it's like, all right, kind of expected it. Here it is. Told you so. Let's move on. It's going to hit a hundred thousand next.
0: Of course, anytime Elon Musk tweets, people pay attention. You know, he's one of the the geniuses of our era, pioneering so many different things. And apparently he inquired about converting large transactions of Tesla's balance sheet into Bitcoin in a Twitter conversation he was having with, with Michael Saylor, the CEO of MicroStrategy, he was encouraging Elon to shift his U.S. dollars from Tesla to Bitcoin and do your shareholders a $100 billion favor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Other firms on the S&P 500 would follow your lead, and in time, it would grow to become a trillion-dollar favor. Could you imagine, like, if you look right now at Coin Gecko and Cause that's our, that's our preferred place. Some people like to go to coin market cap. We don't like to go there anymore. Uh, coin gecko, billion million market cap right now. Could you imagine if Tesla just dumped a hundred billion dollars in Bitcoin and Bitcoin's total market cap right now is 437 billion. So that would be like 25%, 20, 20% ish of the complete, you know, market cap for Bitcoin that would increase the price ridiculously, um, but again, here we are, six hundred and fifty billion. We're still not at the all-time high market cap for the for the crypto space because the, that was about eight hundred and forty billion in uh, early two thousand eighteen. But Bitcoin dominance then wasn't nearly as high as it is right now at sixty seven percent. So that would be interesting if Musk would do that. Um, and he was talking to the right guy. If, if that guy from uh, MicroStrategy is the one. You know, giving him giving some feedback on that. that. That dude's already bought $400 million worth of Bitcoin and wants to buy a bunch more. Mm. Well, Travis, you know,
0: uh, I'm so over COVID-19. I'm ready for some COVID-20. How about you?
1: I don't know about you, but I gained about COVID-19 pounds this year. <laughs> Me too. Uh, my
0: belly. My belly is like, uh, you got to get out and walk there. It's so
1: it's so, e- it's so easy to order some tacos on DoorDash and get them to come to your house and be like, all right. And now I want a pizza come to my house and I'd like some barbecue to come to my house.
0: So people are wondering if, you know, the fears of a new strain of the virus are going to, you know, hurt the economy. And uh, perhaps there was a little bit of correction down from the high of 24,200. I think we dipped into the 22 range for a bit. But, you know, as of now, uh, we're at 23.5. It doesn't appear that, uh, you know, a new mutated coronavirus strain, even though there's restrictions in the UK and a lot of people getting out of London because of these restrictions, doesn't look like they're having a horrible impact on uh, on Bitcoin. But I would think that world events would not hurt Bitcoin anyhow. I think You know, the people react out of fear, but what are you selling into? You're selling into fiat currency. If anything is going to take a hit in case of world crises, it's going to
1: be fiat currency before Bitcoin. Wouldn't you think? Mm. Well, it's also saying this though. It's like, you know, it's possible. I mean, yeah. What are you going to sell into? You're going to buy some more gold, buy some more silver, buy some more ammo. I mean, buy some more food. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, it, 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 it could be really crazy. It's like I look at this as, as the world right now is like, here we are. It's right now it's the 23rd of December. And then the 6th of January is a pretty interesting date. And then the 20th of January is an interesting date. And then if we pass through all of those and get into February without massive craziness, then we might see some things settle down. Uh, but it could get really hot over these next couple weeks just with the whole political craziness going on. But one thing to keep an eye on with Bitcoin is that area around 18,500. That is the last point of consolidation before it took off and hit the all-time high. So if Bitcoin were to pop 18,500 and dip below that, uh, the next recent low could be 17,005 but then it could drop all the way down to 12,000. Uh, that's what could happen. Um, but I mean here's the deal. It's on an upward trend right now, so it's it's. there's no resistance above it. There's no ceiling on Bitcoin right now. There are some floors. That 18500 is a floor. If it drops below that, give it the stink eye and do your own research and then figure out what you want to do moving forward.
0: I don't like to give Bitcoin the stink eye at all. Like, you got to give everything the
1: stink eye. It's Bitcoin be very,
0: very good glare. to me.
1: Give it a skeptical glare and be like, what you doing, Willis?
0: You know, we referenced earlier the last run and how it was different. This article here on Cointelegraph, the most widely read crypto publication in the world, echoes this back, uh, that the 2020 bull run is different from 2017 in so many different ways. And there's an independent crypto analyst who goes by the name of Crypto Yoda. Hmm. Crypto Yoda I am. And I'm actually going to read his quote, uh, and I'm going to put it through my Yoda translator. Rather than just read it as is. Changed what has. Everything. Mm, 2017 bull run driven by early adopters in retail. This bull run dictated by institutional players entering market. As of now, institutions multiples they buy of what is being mined each day.
1: (laughs) Accumulation of Bitcoin
0: institutions are... mm. I mean, if you're going to be crypto Yoda, then uh, you can't, you can't, you can't
1: can't talk like, not like Yoda. No, you have
0: to reverse your verbs and your, you know, your nouns. And and, uh, (laughs) anyway, it is a different time. There's no question. A lot of what happened before was hype driven. Now we have the proof with hundreds of millions and billions of dollars coming in from institutions, people that are responsible for a lot of other people's wealth that are going all in it's a different world than three years ago
1: that's true and if you don't, so think that, and if you don't believe that then maybe you need to go into an institution maybe you should little, be with the padded use, <laughs> use the farts you must maybe all right Uh, I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramucci, Scaramucci. All right. Would you Uh, like to
0: buy a hedge fund?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Scaramucci, will you do the Fandango? Um, Skybridge, he's got a Bitcoin fund. They've launched with a $25 million investment. That's the old White House communications director. The Mooch. The Mooch, who was, uh, he was all in on Trump, and then he was all out on Trump, and then he was in on Trump, and now now he's all in on Bitcoin. And uh, he says this, that Grayscale, uh, which is a fund that provides easy Bitcoin exposure for institutional investors, currently holds over a half a million Bitcoin. Grayscale does. And SkyBridge is trying to democratize the hedge fund industry. And uh, Bitcoin's still a little difficult to buy. I mean, could you imagine trying to go through and trying to buy half a million Bitcoin? Like, there's not that much liquidity out there.
0: Well, you know, Tyler Winklevoss says that due to what the US Congress passed, the $908 billion coronavirus stimulus bill that gives a whopping $600 to each American and billions of dollars to foreign interests, uh, Tyler basically said, hey, this is just a $900 billion advertisement for Bitcoin. (laughs) And he's not wrong. Mm. Not wrong. Yeah, but it just shows how the 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 world financial systems fail the people and Bitcoin is for the people.
1: Right. I mean, that was that was interesting when you look through that whole coronavirus stimulus bill. <clears throat> and then the other part of it, the other the other bill and all the all the countries that are getting money from from, um, you know, the U.S. government taxpayers. But the U.S. taxpayers aren't getting a whole lot. And there you go. Take your measly $600 and buy yourself a portion of Bitcoin. And actually, Trump came out last night. I don't know if you saw that, where he came out saying, no, I'm not going to sign this. You need to make it $2,000 per every American and take out all these things. And then I saw somebody going, yeah, $2,000, that'll get you a nice weapon. <laughs> get you some good ammo and some weapons. what do you need. Stock lock and load, baby.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, let's go around the world, Sir Lord Travis, and let's head to Nigeria. There is an article here on QZ.com, which is Quartz Africa. The headline reads, Nigeria is now the number two Bitcoin market on the fast-growing digital marketplace. They, you know, I guess ATMs and and Bitcoin use and peer-to-peer exchanges. If you look at the, the markets on Paxful, which is... The, uh, the largest P2P Bitcoin marketplace in the world. The U.S. has a volume of 535,000 Bitcoin. Uh, is this for a week? I'm not sure what they're charting here, but on whatever the chart is, Nigeria, 60,000 Bitcoin. So ahead of China, Canada, UK, India, as far as peer-to-peer goes, and by the way, Paxful controls 52% of the world market share for being a P2P um, bitcoin marketplace that's pretty impressive
1: mm-hmm. well i mean they had some they had some big riots and some uh, some protests earlier on in the year and uh, the government i guess they shut down local payment platforms for collecting donations to support that uh that, that government shutout protest and so very quickly you know the the young over there and the tech savvy they switched to using bitcoin and uh, there you go. They raised about what? So they raised about $400,000 total, and 40% of that was, was used in Bitcoin. And uh, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. It says this also, that Nigeria has traded over 60,000 Bitcoins uh, over the last five years. And so they are definitely doing things there. And if you look at it, yeah, that's nice. Nigeria is the second largest Bitcoin market on Paxful, Kenya, number eight, and South Africa, number 10.
0: And if we head north from there up to to Europe and get very neutral, Switzerland's Central Bank is going to expand their digital currency trials to include commercial banks. Shocker, moving towards more and more cryptos, gang. There is a paywall on this particular article, so I can't actually get in to read more about it. But the links that do have stories which you can access easily are all in our show notes. For the week, if you go to badcode.in forward slash 472, you'll be able to access those show notes to all of the stories and summary of this week's news.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing they did say was uh, Thomas Moser, uh, he's the uh, central banker there in, in uh, Switzerland, said that the SDX token, which is, I believe, the, um, the Swiss central bank digital currency, is going to initially go live with a stable coin backed by its own reserve. So that's what we do know. We know
0: very little, but what we know is that when Elon Musk's people respond, this article from just a few days ago on CNN Business, apparently Elon Musk tweeted this, one word, Doge. And it sent Dogecoin up almost 20% and became a Twitter trending topic. I mean, imagine that type of power that you can just – say one word doge and the coin goes up 20 percent
1: yeah well he also in july he did a tweet that says the dogecoin standard and then the global financial system and it looks like it's inevitable he's totally joking but uh it's it's funny how that's set up and and here's how much cnn knows about it this tweet sent shares of dogecoin up nearly 20 (laughs) percent
0: shares uh he also updated his twitter bio with the title former ceo of dogecoin i mean i it's cnn i don't know if this is fake news or not i saw the tweet the tweet was real but everything else in here i I don't know but uh you know elon is a is a fan of the digital coins
1: oh i can see his tweet right here it's definitely still there yeah and he did say before that he said bitcoin is almost as bs as fiat money (laughs) and then he came back and said one word doge Like Doge is is less BS than Bitcoin. Hmm. Doge is way more BS than Bitcoin, but still less BS than fiat. But here's the thing. Elon Musk is putting the term fiat currency, fiat money into the mindset of folks. I got 140,000 likes. The word fiat currency and fiat money, I don't know anybody who was using that term two, three years ago. I mean, very few people. Now it's like, Oh, fiat money, printed money, printer goes, people know this now. It's in, it's in the general um, zeitgeist now. And I think that's, that's probably one of the best things about that.
0: Get out of my zeitgeist, Mr. Sir, Lord Travis, right? Get out of
1: my dreams and get into my zeitgeist.
0: You mentioned Celsius earlier (laughs) (laughs)
1: earlier.
0: (laughs) and how it's had a nice run. You mentioned (sighs) theta going up. It's not the only one. There's some altcoins that are definitely taking a run here due to excellent fundamentals that they are conducting business, that they are uh, getting more wide stream adoption. You know, we're fans of Theta, uh, which is decentralized live streaming video. We broadcast the Nifty Show live on Fridays at five o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Pacific on YouTube. But we also broadcast on Theta and Facebook and Twitter. But we love for people to go to Theta. Nifty.show forward slash theta to watch it and support live decentralized video. And they are picking up momentum, and they have now gone up 75% over the last month to a dollar eleven. A really nice run for a theta.
1: Theta. Lots of stuff, lots of movements. We talked about those in the beginning of the show. And we also talked about this really the SEC and XRP. Yeah, you know me. A uh, big, big lawsuit thing potentially coming, and uh, the SEC says that uh, it's a 1.3 billion dollar unregistered securities offering. Now, I've not actually held any Ripple since 2017, just as full disclosure, um, because you know they've had—I don't even remember how many, like 60 billion XRP in a vault or something that they could release whenever. It just seemed to me like, wow, they have so much sitting in a vault and how is it not a security in some way? It's always seemed to me to be kind of like the black sheep of the top cryptos. Man, I think, I think Brad Garlinghouse has, has done a great job. I know Jed McCaleb was one of the co-founders of it. He left and went over to create Stellar. And um, he sold, I think whenever XRP went up to the the, the latest high, he sold his, his latest amount of that and turning him into a billionaire. So congrats to him. But there's some stuff going on with this lawsuit that um, it's, gonna, it's causing a huge, huge drop in XRP price. Down
0: 40% today. It's now, as we speak, down 27%. The SEC is saying that Garlinghouse and Larson failed to register XRP when it served as an investment in Ripple to enrich the pair personally. The firm and its two leaders could face disgorgement of their gains as well as civil penalties. And I think that uh, Garlinghouse and Ripple is basically just saying, bring it. And the crypto community is kind of giving the middle finger to Jay Clayton. I'm not giving you any fingers, Jay. I don't, I don't know you. It would be great to speak with you on the show and find out what you're thinking here is. Uh, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out for now. I, I hold just a little bit of Ripple. Uh, and as of this moment, I'm wishing I sold it last week.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, this, this lawsuit from the, the SEC on XRP could cause a ripple throughout the entire crypto market space. Mm-hmm. It really
0: could. Land to the free, home of the brave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, as the headline for the show for this week says, there has been a huge record that was set in the world of NFTs. There's an artist by the name of Beeple. It's all we know about his name. And on Nifty Gateway, they did an auction of 20 pieces of his art, limited edition digital items. The collection was called the Complete MF Collection, included series of artworks inspired by pop culture phenomenons like Star Wars, the natural world, technological advancement, and he sold this collection for a collective of over 300, $3.5 million.
1: What? Wow. I mean, think about that. I mean, so here's an artist by the name of Beeple. I've, I've never heard of this guy. Beeple. Not like, not like this guy's like Banksy or somebody else. But you know what? I mean, we were chatting with, um, I think it was with uh, Bosak. we were chatting with recently. And he said, like, how cool could it be if, like, Banksy did a, a wall art somewhere and then the first 10 people who went there and took a picture of it or scanned it and swiped it into an NFT into their wallet or something, they, they had those Banksy's because then they can destroy the Banksy on the wall. But then you have the Banksy's that are official NFTs. That's, that's eventually when we're going to start seeing some real world stuff into you know the digital world where we're actually swiping stuff we see in the real world or in locations where we are in the real world and grabbing NFTs there i think that's going to be freaking
0: this awesome. is crazy i'm going to put a link to this collection in the show notes so you guys can go look at these travis and i are viewing wow, them right those now are awesome look at that and they're really amazing collections uh the first one's called chill baby goats and you have to go see this um ancient technology shows this ancient construct of a massive game boy you've got uh, spongebob hillary pants in here you've got tom hank's beaten up on uh coronavirus
1: Dude, that sold for hundred and seven thousand dollars now i wonder you see this it says day 4699 day 46 64 i think what are those the days of the his of his life i think that's what it must be like that's how old he is that day whenever he created that piece of art these are something else and, and each one of them sold for
0: over a hundred thousand dollars With the biggest one, the complete MF collection, which I guess is all of them selling for $777,777.77. Is
1: that so? That is the highest, most that's the most expensive um, NFT ever sold, isn't it? I
0: would suspect so.
1: God, look at all those.
0: I mean, and, and you can see here the bidders on this page. It's really mm-hmm. between two people bidding back and forth, two whales that go by Illustrator and uh Met Metacovan back and forth, back and forth, bidding on this until finally uh Metacovan yeah. relented and well, Illustrator.
1: It went, he went up, he's literally going up and he was like, Nope, three thousand three hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Oh, three hundred and eighty thousand. The other dude was like, Nope. 777 That's like, oh, like okay. Mike drop. You just, you just you just went up hugely. So you win.
0: Huge record there, and and worth uh, worth checking out. NFTs are forever, and they're here to stay. In fact, this article on CoinDesk says the blockchain NFT wars are here. Of course, you know Ethereum has been a bigger platform for NFTs, and we are now seeing everything from sneakers. To art, to designer fashion being wrapped up, sold, and traded as unique and individual NFTs. And so uh, the war for the chains that are going to contain these NFTs, that are containing these NFTs, are here. And this is why I am a firm believer that 2021, I hear, I you say it here and now, I dub the 2021 the year of the NFT. The year that we move to early adoption, up till now, it's been people pioneering the space, artists taking a risk and going digital, platforms springing up to be able to sell, in many cases for fiat. That's what Nifty Gateway does. And platforms like Wax that are attracting big brands. Next, in, in, in a, uh, a consumer audience that is buying these but still a very, very small pioneering audience. Next year, we begin to see what we call early adoption. And that's mm-hmm. where, you know, pioneers make up like the 1% to 2%. Your early adopters make up, you know, your 8 to 10%. And then comes the mass adoption, the huge part of the bell curve.
1: Yeah. And, you know, th- it is an interesting thing. Now, one of the things that we've done – that is sort of good, we go against the grain with blockchain heroes is that, you know, when we're launching our cards, we're not selling them for fiat currency. We don't allow people to use credit cards to buy blockchain heroes. We've not, not either one of our, on either one of our launches, have we, we want to make sure you're using cryptocurrency because we're trying, we're, we're fighting against the centralizers. Now I think does that, does that harm, does that harm us in some ways where it limits some of the things that we could have sold maybe i think in some ways some people couldn't get in to buy it when they wanted because they don't have wax but that's okay we're willing to sacrifice some revenue and profits for adoption of this thing and uh, and so when we, i look at this like the blockchain nft wars i don't know if it's necessarily a war i would say that the rising tide is going to lift all the boats and I, we're finding ways to talk to all blockchains and find ways to, to work with all of the blockchains. And so I think that it's definitely fascinating to see where the space is going and when we're having fun helping lead this stuff.
0: In fact, we have just been recognized, Sir Lord Travis Wright, on this article on Write. Brad Anderson, who wrote about Blockchain Heroes back in June before the first series came out, he did a roundup of the top digital collectibles on the WAX blockchain in 2020. And uh, I am honored and thrilled that on this list of 10, with some really good company, Blockchain Heroes is listed number one. And uh, he didn't say, I mean, it doesn't say here that they're ranked by best. It just says here are the 10 best digital collectibles. Number one, Blockchain Heroes. I'm just going to read what it says here. Uh, Blockchain heroes demonstrated not only that a new intellectual property can succeed, but it also showed how to build and engage with the community and innovate technology. Yes, that's what we do. The collection of colorful blockchain heroes and villains are dynamic and vibrant, but they're also set in a dramatic universe where the evil centralizers seek to wrestle control from the people. They get it. Events bring to get, bring uh, events bring players together on Telegram while gamification allows collectors to improve their items. And there's a picture of the wizard right there.
1: Mm, Our cool. second
0: favorite character ever.
1: Yeah, he is. And then uh, number two would be Cogs. And then Tops was number three. Bitcoin Origins, which at this point has done extremely, extremely well. They're number four. Go Pepe, number five, Uplift Art, Michael Blue, killing it. He's doing some amazing stuff. Crypto Mon Keys, Nifty Wizards, Dark Country, and also, ooh, number 10, the Nifty Box. The Nifty Box, that's us too. Yeah, we're doing something different. You know, I don't don't want to um,
0: breeze over these others too quickly here. You know, COGS just did their big second series sale and killed it. They did a three-hour sale. I think, I'm guessing, they brought in somewhere around $400,000 in that three hours between the packs they sold and the tokens that you were able to get to buy boxes of packs, maybe as much as a half a million. I don't know, but they are doing more volume on Atomic Hub than, than anybody else. Although Bitcoin Origins, boy, they did three day sale, you know, which basically lasted of about, what, five minutes for all three sales put together. Sold in right. one, meg they're two meg and they're four meg blocks and if you were lucky enough to get a four meg block good on you because they were gone in a second and the, the retail market now the secondary market on them is 20 30 40 x
1: wow yeah well you know what's crazy is that um so if you had a nifty box folks if you had gotten the nifty box even the box. You, we, we did a promotion with uh, Bitcoin Origins and we gave out a sticker to everybody who had a, a star and a king membership. And those stickers now are going for 100, 150, 200 bucks. Uh, my, my son sold one for almost 200 bucks the other day.
0: And that, that was part of the nifty box.
1: That was part of the nifty box. And then, also part of the nifty box was a promotion for these Bitcoin Origins uh, sketch cards. And the moment one death card sketch was was dropped to 21 random people who had the uh who had the nifty box and my daughter got one and she literally sold it for fifty thousand wax earlier today. She opened up her account and was like, wait, what? Why do I have what? Whoa. And so she's she's in her room dancing and listening to music, the happiest I think I've ever seen her.
0: <laughs> Pretty amazing um what's happening in the NFT world and you know, we appreciate the recognition, shout outs to all the other projects here that are named and, and several other really good projects that, that aren't named in here. You know, Alien Worlds is launching their game. In fact, they've got a beta of mining in their game right now. And uh, pretty soon we're going to be talking to the guys from our planet. You're able to stake your NFTs and earn currency for the game that they are coming out with and uh pretty soon i think in just in a few days you'll be able to stake blockchain heroes cards in there 2021 gang the year of the nft it's gonna happen
1: it's gonna happen we are not nft advisors actually we are but we're not fi- nft financial advisors
0: well sir lord travis right it's going to be an exciting time on our next episode we've got a great interview coming for you with a gentleman named Todd Phillips he is the uh, the producer of cryptoheads the movie. yep there's a film coming out about the people in the crypto space and it, it is a fictional film but you're going to enjoy this interview and we're also going to do a year in review and look at some predictions for 2021 in the crypto world. so you don't want to miss that this will be your, after christmas reward because you've all been good little boys and girls
1: there you go we appreciate you tuning in if you have not left us a review or if you're not subscribed at this point please do so and uh, during the holidays when you're socially distancing from people tell them about bad crypto and get them set up to listen so they can learn about it because there's lots of questions going on right now why is bitcoin 23 twenty four thousand what's going on how do i do it what's it all about and if you go to um hold on a second here oh i remember and if you actually just want to send them to badco.in forward slash two one zero that episode right there is our introduction to the crypto and blockchain show so it's like about a 30 minute show we talk all about it and let them know what's up and that's a great way to kind of help them understand what is up we don't talk about nfts at all then because we there was no nfts then
0: We miss you so much already that it's just making us sad, but we'll be back before you know it. We'll see you again. And until that time, please stay back.